0: Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another On the Water with Dustin White. How you doing, Dustin?
1: Marvin, I'm doing great. I'm getting ready to go to a uh, friend's house for a Low Country Boil, so I'm uh, pretty jazzed. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about that.
0: How are you? I'm getting there. So what on earth do you Low Country Boil in Central Wyoming? <laughs> uh,
1: you, you, Yeah, well, we we do have an abundance of crawdads here, so that's, that's pretty good. So we can always find those, but... Other than that, it's you know going to the store and getting some some corn and sausage and everything else is is, is pretty tri- traditional. So uh, we're stoked on that.
0: Yeah, I was a little concerned. I thought maybe you were jamming a pronghorn antelope into a pressure cooker or something. <laughs> I don't
1: put it past this Wyomingites. Uh, it it can be done. There's there's ingenuity there.
0: Yeah, dude. If you have enough hot sauce and saltine crackers, you're good to go yeah yeah
1: won't even know the difference,
0: so the amazing thing is like you've got your dry heat again, right
1: oh yeah yep yep we're uh we're cooking back in uh some some pretty hot uh summer temps so uh I think summer's finally kind of setting in again uh here uh mid august but um uh, fishing's been good, fishing's been solid and you know it feels like summer, and so we're actually hopeful it might be uh you know enough to to bring in uh, a late albeit but uh, productive hopper season
0: yeah well there you go so let's kind of work from far away to town back in what are you seeing on the bighorn
1: yeah uh, speaking of um you know rising fish uh hoppers we actually are seeing um some good dry fly fishing on the bighorn um folks that are wanting the nymphs are probably going to be frustrated with the amount of moss that's there which is pretty typical for this time of year but um the uh the tricho hatch has been really really killer and, and really effective at getting some fish looking up so you know folks are uh want to throw hoppers hopper um hopper to a dry um if you're throwing you know a hopper to a, a trico tag off of it that's been pretty pretty productive on the bighorn for us
0: uh, there you go and so what are you seeing when you get closer to town You know,
1: as we uh, go, you know, jump over to the North Platte uh, on the mile end of things, uh, fish are still eating um, stonefly patterns pretty well, um, mixing up between goldens and yellow sallies. Uh, PMDs uh, are also been uh, very, very effective for us. Um, do want to let folks know that that water clarity, uh, though it looks tannic, is actually really, really good clarity. But just coming out of Seminole, uh, there's enough of a tint to it that if you were to see it from a distance, you'd think, oh, my goodness, it's, it's blown out or it's too stained. But clarity is actually really, really good. Um, flows are, are great. Uh, the mile has probably been our most uh, productive suction of water uh, that, that we have uh,
0: recently. Uh, Got it. And so that brings us to the reef. What you got there?
1: Yep. Um, We're keeping our fingers crossed, Marvin, that one of these days we're going to be able to start getting lower Um, below, just below Government Bridge. It looks like it's really, really close. They've dropped the flows to the reef to 1400 CFS. So, um, you know, we uh, aren't quite uh, there to be floating through town. That's still pretty dirty. Um, but with the f- drop in reduction, the particulates should start settling and, and we can only start getting a little bit lower stretches than just the top section of the reef. But that said, uh, yellow sally patterns, PMDs uh, and trichos have been really, really effective on the reef. Uh, we're even seeing some sporadic heads looking up and um, some uh, modest uh, success uh, hopper fishing as well. Moss has been a little bit of a uh, of an issue, but uh, it's only annoyance; it's not a, a, a hindrance for us.
0: Uh, got it. And so, on the hopper front, you know, what's the kind of ideal size and color?
1: Um, I like mixing it up with having a, a yellow and a pink hopper. Uh, you know, one that's a little more natural, one that's a little more flashy uh size you know it's it is match the hat so try to look at what hoppers you see on the water or near the water that day we're seeing anything from uh about just about an inch to about an inch and a half inch and three quarters uh we'll do the trick uh, and as we've talked about a lot of times, we like running a tandem rig, so um, using you know, two different hoppers together, you know, one that's run off the tag end of the other, and um, you know, pounding those banks, and, and I think folks are going to see some success. Um, still, uh, your best chance is nymphing or looking for heads coming up for that spinner fall of the trichos. Um, that's definitely gonna be your most productive. But folks that are, you know, gung ho about getting out there and throwing some hoppers, um, you're not gonna blank on it. You are gonna get some eats. Um, but uh, just try to uh, match the same size uh, that you're seeing of, of those those grasshoppers that are near the bank, um, and and you're gonna see some success. Uh, we've talked about in previous episodes that uh, at least uh, the terminal fly, whether you're only fishing one or if you're gonna fish two, the terminal fly. Definitely tie that with a non-slip mono loop. Uh, that's going to give your hopper more movement. More movement uh, starts to mimic those uh, live hoppers that get eaten a little more that are trying to spin in the water to kind of get themselves out. So uh, pretty noticeable difference between the two of those in, in terms of the productive nature of it, how many eats you're going to get.
0: Yeah, got it. And got a question for you from Brenner. And he wanted to get your thoughts on if scud patterns are better. Is a natural or with a tractor colors and why?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great question. Uh, and I, it would probably depend on the drainage that you are on and the pressure those fish are seeing. For example, uh, at least in my experience on the North Platte, uh, while we have uh, an abundance of the scud patterns uh, on the North Platte, Um, fish don't tend to eat them very much, uh, when they're dead, they, they, they really key in on the live scuds. Uh, and so, uh, with that, you know, on the, on the North Platte, I'm going to say, see more of those natural colors um more likely to get those eats uh jumping over to the Bighorn, i like the attractor colors i like fishing patterns that have a little bit of flash in it or that uh you know a bright bead head on it colored bead head does pretty well there so two different scenarios and two different drainages um but it really kind of depends so you know brenner whatever your fishery is um you know pump fish's stomachs. I, I know that might be um, uh, controversial or, or frowned upon by some anglers. Uh, I think if you do that responsibly and, and still take care of the fish, don't uh, do it aggressively, uh, don't empty their whole stomach cavity. but you know if you're seeing um, you know a lot of those dead um, uh, scuds that have already been you know clearly eaten uh, already dead, uh, then yeah, maybe go to that tractor color. If your water clarity is off, um, if, they are, uh, if there's an abundance of food sources there um, that you need your fly to stand out, yeah, I'm going to probably go something a little flashier. Um, but if, uh, if it's clear water, uh, if it's a little more pressure, uh, if, they, if you, when you pump that stomach, you're seeing that, hey, this is still a scud, it's still alive, or that, then, then I'm going to go more of a natural color there.
0: Yeah, and just to, you know, Brenner, just so you know, like when scuds die, they generally turn kind of an orangey color, right? And so that's kind of what we're talking about. It's kind of like shrimp cocktail, right? Um, yep, yep. And uh, sometimes that happens, right, when they get blown through a turbine on a dam or or they, you know, die for other reasons, right? Yep, yep.
1: So, yeah, it just kind of depends on, um, in the same reason we talk about you know, hoppers and what size, you know, just a, a few moments ago. Um, it really does go back to, you know, trying to look at what you see around you, um, and, you know, and what your fisheries characteristics, its personality um, that that it has, the pressure that it has in, you know, I hate to say it, the disposition of your fish. Uh, some fish are, are pretty aggressive and eager to take, things in in a lot of different contexts a lot of different uh presentations um and they're not too picky but you know pick your fish you might need to scale back and go a little more natural It just really depends on your water uh but that's the fun thing about about fly fishing and getting out there and the rewarding nature of that problem solving uh aspect of it um to you know really try to figure out uh that on your own um yes with the help of others with the help of friends ask you know talk to your local fly shop and see what they think but um that that gives you know for me those those little sort of queries that keep you awake at night that that you know make your head scratch uh, I love figuring that stuff out and that's that's part of what makes this sport so appealing to me and guiding so appealing to me is trying to figure those things out uh the the reward of that is is pretty special
0: Yeah, absolutely. And you know, folks, we love questions at the Articulate Fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media. If we use your question, I will send you some Articulate Fly swag. We're in your drawing for a half a day guided trip with Dustin at the end of the season. And Dustin, before I let you go uh, boil your antelope tonight, you want to let folks know where they can find you (laughs) and book you and fish with you.
1: Yeah, I proudly guide for the Ugly Buck here in Casper, Wyoming. You can give us a call at the shop at 307-234-6905. You can also find me on Instagram at Dustin James White.
0: Yeah, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, show it yourself to get out there and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Dustin.
1: Tight lines, Marvin. Thanks so much.